0: Get into it become a member of the notification squad by hitting the bell next to the subscribe button or hop over from Facebook and subscribe. This segment is sponsored by Thinking Man Tavern, a cozy Decatur neighborhood pub. Grab a tasty beverage from a wide variety of selections and a plate of something delicious from the menu. To go, check out Thinking Man Tavern. Hi, I'm AJ and welcome to a new series called Quarantine and Chill. I'm joined by Tanner and Mark and also... Atlanta United striker Adam John, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Uh, happy to be here. Yeah. How has it been during the quarantine? I mean, I'm sure it's uh, kind of fighting off boredom. It's been really, really difficult.
1: Well, same as uh, what everyone else is going through. Just uh, being safe and trying not to drive myself crazy. Definitely. So, yeah. doing a pretty good job of it so far. I hope, hope it uh, ends soon, but...
0: You just gotta keep a good attitude about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we love all the social media interaction that you've you know you've been doing, and it's just uh, I think heartwarming to see that you know you are caring and you know trying to be part of the community. So yeah, you know, we we thank you. We we love it.
2: Yeah.
1: Thanks. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys and thank everyone for interacting because uh, you know we have a lot of free time, so it's good to uh, <laughs> get some back and forth. You can't ride
0: the bike from the club all the time, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've definitely uh, put in some miles on that stationary bike.
0: Right, and so, yeah, that kind of leads me to my next question is, like, has uh, the team had, like, consistent contact with you? I mean, they've given you the bike, obviously, but, um, yeah, have they given you, like, a set of things to do in, like, a a regime, or? Yeah,
2: definitely.
1: So, it's basically, like, another off-season. Uh, so they sent us pers- uh, individual workouts, uh, a lot of running and biking and you know body weight workouts to do that's uh, that we can do inside or you know in, in the safety of a park or something. So uh, yeah it's like uh, just staying in shape, waiting for, uh, for the okay to get back with the team.
0: Yeah are there like specific like Ford type of uh, drills that they were making you do or is it pretty much like kind of blanket for everybody?
1: Yeah, it's kind of just general fitness for everyone, just to stay stay in shape. Uh, I've tried to run like forward shooting exercises in my apartment, but I don't have enough space.
0: <laughs> just kidding. And uh, so yeah, in the uh, like apartment complex, I, I believe, or something like that that you're in, is there like yeah. a is there like a gym? Is there like a at least a park or something nearby? That... <laughs>
1: Well, there is a gym, but it's closed for safety. Uh, all the all the public amenities are yeah, uh, shut down until uh, we get a grasp of this thing. Definitely, uh, yeah, running outside still okay, so we can go. You know, just run around. There's some some good places to run, but just like everyone else, just you know, you gotta get creative with uh, some of the things. I'll tell you, I haven't done this many push-ups in my life, so. that's it. <laughs>
0: It's a hidden gem that uh, it's good about quarantine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, all right. Let's get into the first proper segment, and it's called Wikipedia: Fact or Fiction. And we'll pr- pretty much go through your wiki page, and you let us know if they got it right or if they didn't. So, Mark, take it away. Okay. Sweet. All right.
2: Yeah. So uh, we're gonna start off with a softball and easy one. I think uh, Adam John born January fifth, nineteen ninety one. Is that true or false? True. All right. The last of your 20s, man. Hold on to it. All right. So. I know. I know. <laughs> cherishing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it says here uh, at high school, you were named the Gatorade California Player of the Year in 2007, 2008. Is
1: that true? Let me think back. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's impressive. Fun. Two years yeah. in a row. How many goals did you score your senior year?
1: I don't even know.
2: Does it say? It doesn't say. It doesn't have a goal count for your high school. Uh, So maybe
1: like
0: 150. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about about right. Sounds (laughs) right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So
2: yeah, it says uh, you played all four years at Stanford. It's high level in terms of uh, collegiate soccer. And you scored 24 goals and 12 assists. And you were named the first team. Named to all Pac-12 first team your senior year.
1: Correct, yep, that sounds correct. Yep, dang, so, Wikipedia's on point so far.
0: I know, right? <laughs> Usually it's yeah. full of all falsities and stuff.
2: Yeah,
1: I've used how does Wikipedia, that work? you can go edit it if you want, and then yeah, yeah, anybody A lot of can, that. can just edit it. Yeah,
2: I think they, they do check some of it because, like, you know, fans get crazy, you know, like after games, maybe like uh, Manchester United's <laughs> Liverpool, daddy or something like that. Uh, okay. here. Let's not
1: bring that into it. <laughs>
2: Uh, uh, I'm going to
1: have to take a screenshot of it today. And then after you post this, I'll uh, see if anyone changed anything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, moving on to when you were drafted in the uh, MLS supplemental draft in 2013 as the 15th pick. And it says you were drafted by your local team, the San Jose Earthquakes. What was it like being drafted by the local team?
1: So, that's correct. And it was pretty awesome. Um, I never got invited to the, the combine, so you know I didn't really kind of know what was going on. And then I think they were just kind of they knew like I wasn't very well known across the country, so I was, I was kind of like a sure pick. So they took me in the supplemental draft, and I got a call from John Doyle, the GM at the time. I was in a, a class for my uh, senior uh, senior uh, project. Yeah. So I was like, wow. All right. If there's any reason to step out, like, now's the time. So that was pretty cool. And then he just said, Hey, can you come to training tomorrow? I'm like, Sure, I can do it. So, uh, yeah, school, my school is just 15 miles north of San Jose. So it was pretty awesome. Uh, I actually stayed in school the rest of that school year and just drove down to training each day. Oh, wow. It was sweet.
0: What? Yeah. Th- that was like a uh, pre like cell phone where everybody had one, I think. Right. So did you ever like <laughs> get that called up? Just the about. Line? Yeah. <laughs> 2007, 2008, right? I yeah, <laughs> so, think iPhone, sure.
1: iPhone came out in like, 2007. Yeah,
0: yeah. So
1: like there's, had- a few, there's a few later versions of that. So I think we're yeah. yeah. pretty well connected. But uh, yeah, it was cool. Very cool.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, so moving on to uh, your first goal. It said it came in your, I think, this your second career game. And so it's against the uh, New York Red Bulls. It said it's, you scored a right-footed volley. True. Yeah, tell me about that. Like, your first professional goal is a volley.
1: Yeah, it was, um, it was our second game. I think it was my second appearance because second game of the year, so Mm. got subbed on in 80-whatever minute, and then then for the goal, Sam Cronin whipped in an awesome ball. I don't know if you remember Sam Cronin. He's a great player. Great guy. Um, He whipped in a ball, like, curling away from Robus Mm. and um, I made a run back post and I got some long legs, so I was able to it wasn't like a full on like stretch out in the air volley, but uh, I was able to reach my right foot up and just, it was point blank. So I just kicked it really hard and
2: <laughs> just roofed it. Yeah. And that and, tied uh, the game.
1: Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. it was against Red Bull and Tyrion Reed, who's my idol growing up. Oh, so that's pretty cool. My boy. My <laughs> yeah, boy. Right. This, man, I love it. I love it. Ball <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if I my favorite soccer moment probably will always be my favorite.
0: unless until we win MLS Cup, and um, that's why you wear number fourteen. Yep, I I've switched. we the king. throughout the years. I would
1: ideally be fourteen all the time, but sometimes it's taken. And um, and then last year I went with nine, you know, just for the pure striker number. But uh figured. It's a good time to switch back to my to my 14. Yeah. Channel my yeah. inner Henri. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 We would
0: love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> I'm, I'm, so an I'm an Arsenal Montreal fan as well. This year, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, very you looking probably, forward to playing Montreal. Yeah. Well, he
1: could probably step on the pitch and compete I'm, pretty well with all of us still. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. He, he yeah it's the, cool to see
1: another uh, Arsenal fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you showed that thing in training. He uh, was on the the, uh, the sidelines, and he like kicked it in from an impossible angle. I yeah, I was, ate it up, ate it up. Yeah, it super <laughs> casual. Yeah, he's like, "Bye, guys." Was just like Jesus. I'm here all week. Yep. <laughs> all right, go on, Mark.
2: Yeah. But so <laughs> actually, staying with that game, so that actually tied the game, and then you helped set up the winner, uh, helping yeah. set up the penalty kick. Yeah. And so that must have been an awesome moment because uh, you get a you help you know complete the comeback win and then that was against the 2013 Red Bulls and that was a pretty good team right?
1: Yeah, they were solid. It's a good players. Yeah. And yeah, um, so we had it later after after the goal we had a corner kick an out swinger and uh, it was it was it was lofted up pretty high so I was the you only know, one able to get it so I just kind of it was it would have been a pretty awesome goal if I scored it because it's it you know at least 12 14 yards away but the defender threw his hand up blatantly uh-huh. so blocked it and drew PK
2: so uh Wando stepped up
1: and oh. if I remember Roy Miller was a defender in that game and on the team at the time he uh Wando actually missed the PK, but he had imping- yeah. in, uh, infringed in the goal box. Like, bl- like he was like five yards inside the goal-, <laughs> the goal. box. Yeah. So the ref had us retake it, and then Wando buried it, and we uh, right.
2: ended up winning two-one. Nice. Like nice. you can't give yeah. a guy like Wando two chances at it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was shocked he didn't put the first one away, but I mean, yeah. two chances, he'll, he'll score the second one. Is he as intense as he looks like on TV? Because when he's in the midst of a game, he looks to be one of the most intense players I've ever seen. Like, he's fully (laughs) geared up all the time. No. So, yeah, definitely different off the field. Like, this coolest dude you'll ever meet. But on the field, it's all business. Uh, And with him, it's awesome because he's so intense, but it's never anything personal. Like, he will shout and scream at you, but, like, it's not, like, malicious or anything. And, like, after the game, you'll, like, be your best friend. Um, But, you know, he's just a true winner and competitor. And uh, you see that. Because on the field, it's just, like, you know, so focused, so intent on uh, winning.
2: Yeah, I mean, what was it like being drafted, you know, by the San Jose, being able to play with somebody like Wando, you know, like, did he take you under his wing, kind of?
1: Yeah, I mean, he kind of took everyone under the, his wing because he's, he's like a leader and um, you know everyone looks up to him. Uh, as a forward, uh, it was amazing just watching him and finishing exercises because he could miss. So I definitely looked up to him in that regard. And then also on the team when I was drafted, Alan Gordon and uh, Stephen Lenhart. And they're more my type, you know, bigger dudes. So I actually had a really good uh, group of fours to look up to. And also Mike Facito can't can't forget about Mike Facito. I don't know if you remember remember him. Uh, nice little left footed, uh, fast forward, really good dude too. So I was really blessed to have that group of forwards to you know look up to, push me, teach me a thing or two um, in my first
2: year. Nice, nice. So uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to uh, December 10th, 2018. You signed with the Phoenix Rising that day. Of course, you know, in Columbus, maybe you didn't get as many opportunities as you would have liked. So how did you feel signing with a new team at that point?
1: Um, I felt grateful, really. You know, I was, I was done in Columbus, and, uh, you know, I could have, you know, maybe seen some other MLS teams would be interested. But I knew I'd have been the same kind of role so i was really just keen on playing a lot seeing what i can do you know being a starter so i'm uh, really excited for that opportunity mm-hmm. and i've been to phoenix a bunch i haven't lived there or anything but um it's actually it's a really really cool city uh we loved we loved it there and um you know had a great year and that led to this so Really look back fondly at at the whole experience.
2: Yeah. Yeah, great fans.
1: Yeah, really, really committed fans. Um,
2: Awesome city.
1: You know, the the atmosphere at the home games are great. Uh, Similar to the Atlanta, just, you know, a little. They don't have a
2: 70,000-seat stadium. Sure.
1: sure. (laughs) Do you you think (laughs) it's a team that potentially could see a move up to MLS or a city getting an MLS franchise in the future? I sure hope so. I don't see why not. Uh, you know, but that's about my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of politics involved and money. But I think Phoenix as a city would be able to, when they would thrive. Uh, it's a, they got all the major sports. They got it's huge market. Uh, you'd have to figure out the summer games, but I mean, they have indoor stadiums. Was, I think the the Cardinals stadiums has a retractable roof. So... Uh, so that'd be cool if they did, but like I said,
2: love my pay grade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would love to see uh, D-Day Drogba's club rise to the top for sure. But
0: uh, he's a yeah. Chelsea fan, so. <laughs> 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 but so, uh,
2: sure. and finally, you know, uh, on January 22nd of this year, you uh, were acquired by Atlanta United. When they uh, when you first heard they were interested, what was your reaction?
1: Well, it was uh, a little incredulous at first. I got a call from my agent uh, a little bit before Christmas. And he had said that Atlanta was kind of, you know, feeling out some some strikers to fill that second role behind Joseph and that I was one of them. And I'm like, sure, Justin. Uh, I heard this before. You know, because he's called me a bunch, like, "Hey, this team's interested. This team's interested," and nothing panned out. So uh, at first, I was a little hesitant, and then um, on New Year's Eve, I got a call from uh, Rick Shantz, the Phoenix coach, and he said, uh, "Atlanta, you know, Carlos Bocanegra had had called him, you know, asking, uh, you know, if I'd be interested in moving and." That the club would be interested in selling me and all that stuff so that's kind of when it became real i'm like oh dang sweet and then uh you know the first week week and a half of january was sorting all that out and then there's a little uh delay in the paperwork until that t- t- till the 22nd but uh that's kind of the timeline of everything
2: yeah awesome and uh, yeah, we're certainly glad you're here, especially, I mean, you know, kind of unfortunate circumstances, but you know, now that you uh, yeah. you have an opportunity to fill in that role.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Couldn't have predicted it. Mm. Uh, think if there's a blessing in disguise with all this quarantine and the viruses that uh, the season's pushed back. So right. Joseph ain't, isn't missing as much time as he would, but, uh, Uh, Whoever Frank selects
0: is forward. And if it's me, you know, as long as we win, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, so next up, it's a segment called Long Ball, where it's longer form questions, and you can answer as long or short as you want. So, Tanner, take it away. So,
1: outside of your we'll call it first professional visit to Atlanta in 2017 with Mm -hmm. Columbus. What all did you know about the city of Atlanta before you signed here um, in January? To be honest, not much. I just know the humidity in the summer is pretty bad. And the food's really good.
0: There you go. (laughs) Uh,
1: My dad went to Georgia Tech
2: way, way back
1: way back when so he had, he had told me about a few spots that i needed to go i forgot him already i have to ask him again <laughs> but, it um, wasn't the varsity but... <laughs> i couldn't tell you hey to be <laughs> yeah. fair you said a long long time ago so the city has changed a lot since then well we have the biggest thing the city now being atlanta united so speaking of atlanta united and it being new what was your impression of the team when you first encountered them in the 2017 season with Columbus? Uh, we were really impressed, you know, and we, uh, we were ready for a battle. I think uh, that having it end zero zero was the best thing that could have happened to us in that game with the crew. Uh, but, man, when you have players like Al Marone and Martinez and you know there's all those threats. Like, it's scary, you know. And uh, uh, you know when you're going against them, you have, you just try to stick to your game plan and execute that as well as as good as possible. Uh, but it's hard against guys like that. <laughs> hey, well, it worked out for you guys, so I guess you can't really complain too much yeah, as far I as mean, that. when it's a one and done thing, that's when you get those kind of upsets. Um, And that's why I think a lot of people, that's where, like, the Supporters' Shield versus MLS Cup, like, weight comes into play. Because you get teams like that. I think Portland in in 2015, when they snuck in the playoffs, went on a roll, peaked the third time, and won. Um, Like, do you value that team winning the MLS Cup or a team breaking the Supporters' Shield record, you know, more? And that's always going to be a debate. So kind of listen with that answer, like leading into that. What do you feel is more valuable than to you personally, the MLS Cup or the Supporters' Shield? Well, it depends on the league. I think in the USL, we valued the Supporters' Shield because uh, last year was such a groundbreaking year record-wise. But I think MLS is kind of set up in American sports in general for uh, MLS Cup to be a little bit... More important. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, we're kind of all over the shop. I think most of us being, you know, fans of, of the European game first, we prefer that league yeah. table because it gets you that you know everyone plays everyone twice, so it's even. I think for us, it's difficult because with MLS, it continues to expand. There's more teams. There's no way to have a an even schedule where everyone plays everyone. So how can you really know who's the best yeah. if it's not an even schedule?
2: Right. Yeah, and I think and for travel, me. Yeah, yeah. The travel. All the trouble. I think uh, the because disparity as well. Four hours. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Look, I'm six foot five, so I know how it feels to fly economy on a plane. So, like, <laughs> you and I, I get that. I can't imagine having to do that after a game or before a game. It would do my head in. <laughs> Definitely cramped up a few times. I had to put my leg above the seat in front of me. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have yeah, the window?
1: Or the emergency exit, rather. Yeah. (laughs) Exit's ideal, and then uh, aisle over anything else. Do you have like a MLS travel horror story slash funny story that like is memorable that that you think comes to mind? Oh man. Let me think about it. All right, get back to you. All right, (laughs) so. What was yeah, one like thing after you minutes. moved here, what's one thing that you've discovered in Atlanta that you didn't expect to find since you've moved? Oh, well, it have to be probably engagement online, fan engagement. I don't know if you're looking for a physical thing in Atlanta, but that's what was shocking to me. Um, just the response and the connectiveness of all the fans and it's kind of kind of blows you away yeah well I mean the Atlanta fan community is very active on social media so <laughs> this kind yeah. of gets to my next question which is the your favorite goal that you've scored you've kind of already touched on that but just know that when you score a banger for us we'll vote you goal of the week regardless of what else is up <laughs> so like whatever you <laughs> score heard, a banger heard
2: about this yeah.
1: you will win goal of the week we We've got will talk about that <laughs> We will stop the ballot box. So outside That's of your outside amazing. of your first goal for San Jose, which you kind of already said is your yeah. favorite goal, do you have another most memorable goal that you scored in your career? Outside of the penalty that you shushed <laughs> us for back in
2: 2017.
1: Yeah, what's the statute of limitations for that? Is it three years? Uh, no, yes. any... <laughs> that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. For that. You know. For that. Um, you know, last year I had a pretty awesome goal uh, we were playing Tulsa. Tulsa Raft next. We ended up winning 6-0, but I How? scored the first goal. But it was because um, one of uh, our defending, our number six, James Musa, who was actually on Minnesota United now. He got, he, he got the ball from Zach, our goalie, Zach Rubin, and just looked up, and it kind of like, We caught eye contact and I'm like on the back line in the other half and he's, you know, five yards outside of our goal box. And I just kind of like checked a little bit, one step towards him and he just took off. And he was, you know, I don't think he couldn't aim, he just kicked it as hard as he could. (laughs) Uh, And ended up going pretty much most of the field landing, you know, a little bit outside of their goal box and the goalie was caught in no man's land. And I was, as I was running, I, I was looking at the ball, but then I took a peek at where he was and I saw him like kind of stepping out I was like, all right, all I gotta do is loft it over him. So luckily I was able to get enough speed to get to the ball and uh, dive for it. And just was able to uh, loft it over him, chip him uh, on the fly. Woo. So that was that was cool goal. Just um, uh, really awesome to do. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So, would, nice. do you have a uh, a favorite fan base from your previous stops outside of Atlanta United or just uh, a favorite city that you've enjoyed being in? Oh, man. you make me choose. No, I, I can't. I, I'd say every city I've been in, and this is, I think, more of a testament to soccer in the United States, but every city has had An awesome fan base in its own way and so wherever i've been i've really really like felt welcome and loved by the fans in each city and um like i said i think that's a testament to the growth of the sport in in the united states and it's really cool to play a small part in that and then to see what it's going to be like in the next 20 30 and so on years you know awesome and then uh, a final one. answer. Yeah, very diplomatic <laughs> well answer. Well, well played. Well played. Yeah. Um, our final question on this one, and this is something we've tried to ask some of the other players that have come on previously as well, like Tito Viljaba when we had him last year. What's the hardest thing about being a professional soccer player that most fans take for granted or just don't understand? Oh well. something that my fiance's learned the hard way (laughs) but after training especially like a Tuesday training which is like the hard work day of the week the last thing we want to do is go do normal human things and like go shopping and whatever go walk around all I want to do is lay on my bed and rest (laughs) and it took Carly uh, a little bit to learn that because I would come in from training and she wanting to go like, let's do this, let's do this, like go, 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 because she obviously didn't go run around all morning. Um, so that's kind of something uh, I would say most people don't, you know, fully understand. I mean, you, I mean, you know, you've been sore before, but just that, like, because our job is to rest up for the next day to be ready to go again and again and again, hundred percent. So uh, I'd say that was that's probably a. Uh, one thing most people don't really think about awesome it.
0: It. all right well <laughs> uh this segment is done and we'll move on to rapid fire round and so very uh, i think self explanatory so we'll just get right into it uh ronaldo or messi messi ooh uh okay uh favorite player of all time henry Okay. Yep. I love it. I love it. I knew it already, yeah, but I love it. <laughs> uh, favorite player growing up. It might be the same answer. Uh, I'll do a different answer. Zidane. On... Ooh. Love Zizou. I, don't know uh, why
1: I, I got the French connection, but those are my probably two favorite players.
0: Really great shouts, though. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite football team you followed? I think I know this. Football or American All
1: right.
0: football? Uh, yeah, soccer team. Arsenal, Arsenal football. Club, yeah. 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 Yeah, I named my dog Gunner after <laughs> <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. Wow. Yeah. my God. Quick sidebar: <laughs> Have you heard of that uh, that uh, guy who got married and named his son uh, Lenezra, <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> which is Arsenal <laughs> oh, backwards? Oh,
0: yeah. No. He that in somehow, <laughs> and his wife was like, "That's a that's a wonderful sounding name," and it's. uh <laughs> It was beautiful. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> uh, favorite sport besides soccer, football, golf, golf. Uh, yeah, uh, California or not Ohio, it, but...
1: <laughs> California,
0: California. Or... Yes. California. Yep. Uh, position no, you'd play if not for striker, centerman. Center Ooh. 100. I have to ask,
1: up. yeah. I started center defender when I was younger and moved up to center mid in my middle middle age years, middle kid age years. And then by the time I got to college, I was center forward. Hmm. Love so it. I guess the only thing remaining is to go back to goalie. Right. Uh, and then I could <laughs> just be like, hey, a few more years. Hey, hey Brad, sorry. I'm going to need to take your gloves for a second. <laughs> I don't know. I think Brad will play until he's 50, so... Well, I might have to wait for a while. <laughs> well, the one thing about Brad that I don't know if you know, but Atlanta United fans certainly do, is when he calls to punch a ball, um, duck, because Franco Escobar has been punched in the head twice. So whenever he's calling for a ball in the box, if you're back defending, it's usually best to get out yeah. of his way. <laughs> he concussed Franco Escobar a couple game, years ago. But in training, there's a chance to go up for the ball. And I kind of just let him have it. I'm like, um, no need to be a hero today. Right. <laughs> i my life. Not in training, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially Dude. not in training. Who's uh, the hardest player to go up against in training? Uh, I'm mm-hmm. He's just strong, fast, great player. And uh, it's exciting to have him back soon.
0: Indeed, indeed. Yeah. We and all
1: are. Yeah. Because, yeah. I, I One of my... Uh, I remember the first few weeks with the team this year. Uh, I checked in the ball and I thought I'd thrown him off a little bit because he was kind of man marking me. So I thought I was in the clear. And so I like, took a touch back towards our goal to switch it. And this is up midfield. I'm like, oh, chilling. So I'm, I'm like, right, I think I have a few spaces. Next thing I know, this guy just like, they took like two steps and stole it from me and passed it to Joseph. He scored. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay.
1: Dang. That was really athletic because I thought I was in the clear. So I'd
0: yeah.
1: say, yeah, Miles
0: for sure. Okay. Well, uh, that's it for wrapping around. And then it gets us to our fan questions. Thank you, fans, for sending in these questions. First question comes from Bad Boy Tim Tim. What is your thought process during a PK? Hmm.
1: Uh, picked my spot and hit it.
0: To, that's kind of. Well, I've I heard if you out. hesitate, yeah, then you're done for. You might loft it in the sky because, yeah. Yeah,
1: and like there's those players, um, you know, that, you know, trick the goalie and kind of like see where they're leaning. And, and I've never practiced that or, or pursued that route. So I just kind of take the old school approach and whack it hard in a certain direction. <laughs> Although I, I did, my proudest PK was, well, second proudest, was last year. You can talk about you. it, it's fine. <laughs> no, last year I had a Panka PK, pulled it off pretty well, it was pretty sweet. How did you, what was the your inner monologue when you're like, I'm gonna so Panenka. So my thought process there was. No goalie is gonna think some six foot three white dude is gonna do this. <laughs> so it's pretty safe to do it, unless it's Slauson right. or something. <laughs> yeah, true. But true, true. Time, yeah. What <laughs> was your? Well, so it's, it. it's a tough question, but I feel like I have to ask it. What What was that thought process in that moment like when you stepped up to take that penalty against Atlanta United at in 2017 with seventy thousand people hoping to God you missed it? Yeah. Did you feel the atmosphere? That's that's kind of that's kind of why like when you train PKs or you know usually kind of anything you kind of want to have your train it over and over so your you know muscle memory is there and so when you actually need to execute you're not consciously thinking about it you just subconscious takes over so that's kind of what happened I was in the moment and had chosen what to do and just did it. I think what's crazy is Brad had gone that way the first three, and then for that one he went the other way. So, um, but yeah, you know, it's was just kind of in the moment
0: at the time. Yeah, well, uh, so speaking of, uh, so Nick B Studios asked, did any of the team give you a hard time for the sh- when you first arrived? Yeah,
1: not directly to my face. You know, I think <laughs> mostly like joking. I think it comes up in jokes, kind of. Um, and then a lot of the team wasn't there that year, yeah. you know, because there's been some new players. Mm-hmm. But um, not, not really, because I think um, you know they've all moved on, and you know we're all focused on what's next. So yeah. there's not really you no know, one needs to talk about it.
0: Yep, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Makes, makes sense. Uh, next question comes from El Marini Seven. What was your reaction when you got the offer from Atlanta? We, were, I think, we kind of got this, but uh, you can kind of put a little, you know, shorter version of this if you want.
1: I'll just add to it. Um, obviously, been thrilled by it, and you know, the coach Rick, Rick, my coach in Phoenix, it, when we talked about. Um, when, I, when Carlos had called him, he had said, "You know, listen, if it's something you don't want to do. Let me know, and I'll, I'll tell him no." But I'm like, "Rick, you know, I, I think I, this is what we all want. You know, to play at the highest level and push ourselves to the, to the best of our abilities." So I, I think I have to take it. And he was like very supportive of that and totally got it. Um, and so. After that, I'd say there's not many MLS teams that I would have said yes to, you know, because at the time and, you know, once Joseph's back, it will be in that number two role. And that's what I've done in Columbus and before that. So there aren't many MLS teams I would have left Phoenix for to do to take that role on. But how do you say no to
0: Atlanta? Oh, that's music so to my ears. Uh, uh. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, I gotta do this. <laughs> Alright, and uh, so last question comes from Evan Hustle. Uh, this is if you've been keeping up with uh, some of the trending shows on Netflix, but uh, aka Tiger King. Uh, did Carol Baskin kill her husband?
1: <laughs> you know, the last week or so I've been hearing more and more about it and I still haven't watched it. Oh, okay. I'm in go the face. Th- I gotta I gotta start I gotta start now. It's gonna, like, wild. Stuff about it. like, I saw the trailer briefly and I'm like this looks insane.
0: You're right. But <laughs> it's got everything.
1: I'm sure it's addicting. I started watching but, um, it and it's one of those things where it's just like it felt like a, a fantasy writer just did some sort of like hallucinogenic whole substance whole and then wrote the tagline for this thing, except it actually happened and it's just every episode is just you're, you're asking crazy, yourself sure. how That's is this real really life
0: it really is yeah it's like yeah, I, I always hate It's
1: especially it. uh, <laughs> next on my list i've uh, been re-watching california Cation. i love that show didn't yeah. even watch that show yeah which is kind of <laughs> a crazy show too but indeed uh, i'll watch that next
0: yeah well Uh, We'll let you go. Thanks so much for coming on Quarantine and Chill with us. Adam, John, thank you very much. Uh, We will uh, talk to you soon. We'll see you hopefully uh, sometime on the pitch very soon after that.
1: I hope so, too. And uh, thanks for having me.
2: Thanks, man.
0: Thank you so much. We want to thank Adam so much for coming through. Please stay safe and don't take any unnecessary risks. And thank you so much to everyone on the front lines of the pandemic, keeping us safe, healthy, and fed. And for Tanner and Mark, I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to subscribe, like, and share this podcast, and we'll see you in the next one.